0: People like games, King in the, castle. King in the castle. Be at some point in the day show with solo. What's up, folks, and welcome back to another evening of late night gaming talk. It is Wednesday, February fifth, and today we are going to be talking about Microsoft and Phil Spencer's recent. Comment in regards to who they believe Xbox is going to be competing with in the next generation. Hint, hint. It is not Sony or Nintendo. But before we get into all of that, let us get some of these plugs out of the way. Hey. The time it is. The socials: Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, etc. At People Like Games is a handle. The website is peoplelikegames.com and plg.gg. You find men's and women's apparel there as well as event information. Which, speaking of, we do have an upcoming event February 28th at Social Playhouse in Long Island, New York. So if you are in the area, come through. It's going to be games, food, booze, Jenga cornhole it's gonna be wild. it's gonna be fun so slide through tickets are on eventbrite the website and at ditto that's about all i have for plugs so now if you are a repeat listener you know what's about to come and for those tuning in for the first or last time it is a topics of note until a better title is found However, I like, to- I like topics, and to I'm just going to keep the topics a to note. So yesterday I had tried a little experiment with regards to playing sound clips after the fact, but wasn't really a big fan of it myself, so not going to be doing it again. Instead, I will be trying uh, a more refined version that will be unveiled. TBD. Anywho, that means we're going to just be doing this in the usual sort of roll to roll manner few stories and then a little bit of a focus gonna try to keep it on the shorter end today as will be the case for the next few episodes because there's a whole lot of shit going on and therefore it's difficult uh to produce too much but we have a lot to uh unveil would be the best way to put it so without further ado let's uh, let's get into showtime cuz I'm going to keep rambling Let's start off with Cliff Blazinski. I'm not gonna lie, I think it's just Blazinski. It's not that difficult to pronounce, but I thought I would be dramatic. And so, in a post on Instagram today, he spoke about a few of the things he felt he could do differently. If you are not aware, he co-founded uh, the studio Boss Key Productions, which was closed, or not, which shuttered, rather, would be a better way to describe it after uh, the recent game Lawbreakers sort of flopped. And so one of the things he had mentioned because the controversy surrounding the game or I guess the criticisms was the level of politics in the game and so in the post he just mentions he would have avoided doing politics. He mentioned in a Twitter post a couple of months ago that he was done making games and so to sort of aimlessly bring this post out, I get it, but I imagine the political aspect of it was also a little bit bothersome uh, in terms of trying to talk about your product, but being forced to answer questions not related to. And he did make the great point of you are allowed to be political after you've established a great product first, not before, because you don't really have the ground. You can't you can't point to a track record. You have to prove it, and then you can share your opinion, seems to be the layer cake of success. Shout out to those who have seen it. Then, next up, in a vastly more surprising bit of news, The Coalition, the studio that is more or less in charge of years of war, their head, Rod Ferguson, has left and gone to blizzard to oversee the development of diablo 4 he's been someone who's synonymous with the the series and someone who has been just sort of integral in defining what gears of war is as a game as a brand its voice etc its gameplay everything about it was very much tied you know he represented it he was a he was a piece of it and so to see him leave sort of suddenly doesn't really speak to anything to the coalition but i'm sure or i'm curious how much fucking money activision blizzard had to throw at him to bring him to diablo it is a curious question so uh not a lot of information that's just sort of broke out he's out and he is starting a new job We shall see what happens. We shall, uh, we shall see. And you know where to find out what ends up happening cause you know, we shall be covering it. Then we have a new Counter-Strike Go League has appeared. In this case uh, it was something we had mentioned a few weeks back called Plan B it was a supposed one that would involve team ownership structures and now that's official and so the league titled Flashpoint is going to be the first ever league that is formed and owned by the teams participating and their aim is to tackle the lack of stability and long term investment currently facing professional gaming. The the league was founded by organizations including Cloud9, Dignitas, and more, and they will receive, players will receive the highest revenue share in esports, and the league offers one of the largest prize pools uh, for the coming year at a pot of two million dollars it's also going to be operating an open circuit to find new talent very much a system that mirrors what we have spoken about in the past that counter-strike go has allowed itself to organically structure itself in a manner that would avoid some of the pitfalls financially facing leagues that are trying to mimic the structures of professional sports leagues and by nature of circumventing that they're having you know international open qualifiers beginning in February already so that capability to just how the uh, ESL Pro Season 11 is going to be structured where it's four weeks in in one area with then the finals being in in an arena and sort of a three day affair. I'm sure they're going to do something similar with this and they've also said they're going to make it a little bit grittier because there's been criticism of the fact that Counter-Strike GO is known as terrorists versus counter terrorists which is a bit silly because it's a game but you know how People are therefore that's that's the deal. So definitely a, a cool structure. Happy to see the revenue uh, share being very preferential for the players, and I and I do hope that this is one of the leagues that is able to compensate players appropriately and is able to actually solve some of the financial issues facing leagues that are popping up and who may. Shine a negative light on the capabilities and potential of what is truly a great industry, but is being represented by ideas that may not reflect the thinking of the larger communities. But we shall wait and find out. Then, last, oh, second to last up, I have Evo announced the 2020 lineup for its tournaments. It's the largest sort of tournament hoster in gaming. And the reason I mention it, they have all all the usual suspects. However, Marvel, I mean, Mortal Kombat 11 was left off. Bit curious the way that these tournaments are structured. If you're not on the EVO circuit, one of the larger prize pools that would be going around it is really going to kill the interest in the game. Curious why they, I mean, curious is always the case here. I wonder why they chose that game to just leave off when I don't think it would have taken too much in the way of logistical planning to add it onto what is already a pretty large palette of games, like a, a dozen, plus games and so I'm sure it has something to do with an upcoming game and I'm sure they'll retrofit the series to suit the new game and therefore it doesn't make sense to be pushing a pro scene onto a game that they may not be dedicated to themselves. Speculations, but that's what we're about here. I don't have shit all to do except for take the information at hand, connect some dots, and then relay them. And then my last story is Sony is actually pausing on releasing pricing for the PlayStation 5, rumored to be doing so because of wanting to see what the Xbox Scarlett or Xbox One X, oh, funny, I'm, a, I'm calling it Scarlett, what the Xbox One X is going or Xbox Series one, what whatever it is, the Xbox... Xbox One X is going to cost them. It's going to cost for consumers and so the wait and see means whatever Xbox price that you can assume the PlayStation will be $50 to $100 cheaper. That seems to be their plan. Not a bad idea, but still a little silly to be playing in the hardware race because, oh yes, if you do not recall, I'm going to remind you, it's the new sound cue. We are going to be talking about... Microsoft's Xboxes, if I say Microsoft, it's just more or less shorthand for Xbox. Sometimes I just don't want to say the whole sentence and phrase over and over again. But so for now, we'll call it Xbox. So Xbox boss Phil Spencer revealed in a interview with Protocol that he believes Microsoft in the next generation will not be competing with Sony and Nintendo but will instead be competing with Google and Amazon. Hilarious because Google Stadia sucks and Amazon has not released anything in cloud. They should not underrate Nvidia GeForce's ability to sort of eat at a little bit of the market that they are trying to capture as well. However, he then went further to say that he doesn't want to he isn't interested in getting into a future format war with nintendo and sony i don't want to be in a fight over format wars with those guys while amazon and google are focusing on how to get gaming to 7 billion people around the world ultimately that's a goal that very much reiterates what i said i think it was last week where i focused on the microsoft subscription model where there's not a lot of money in hardware sales and so for them to say this and he reiterated like no disrespect which is a great way to say a disrespectful thing. For future reference, in case you ever have to say anything, always preface it with, hey, not to be disrespectful, because I'm sure that will very much express the intention that you mean to be not disrespectful with the thing that you are saying that is disrespectful. So he said that Sony and Nintendo, no offense, are not really the competitors here. If they want to try and build something like Microsoft Azure, they can go ahead and try. But we've been we've put a lot of years and billions of dollars into it. So again, a reiteration of what I've been saying that Microsoft has more or less looked at the playing field and realized that doing a hardware race, sales race every couple of years is not really in their interest. And as we know, subscription models, shout out Nintendo for not understanding what version of subscription models people like, but that's neither here nor there. That subscription models are becoming more popular. That is where they're gonna get their bread and butter with the largest sort of profit margin coming on accessories. So your custom elite controller probably nets them more money than the selling of a physical Xbox. Great, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but the way the technology works is more or less within that range. And so when you're maybe two controllers, just like i'll be fair i'll say two controllers to an xbox and so you're it's a lot easier to sell those two controllers if you are just selling a service instead of necessarily having to sell the box and the controllers and so if you could sell four controllers and six controllers you know without having a person who would have bought that xbox but instead would buy controllers anyway you've expanded your market but you're sacrificing an arm of it, right? So it, it, it's not biting your nose, you know. It's biting your nose to your face, whatever that quote is but uh, by your nose, by your face. And so if that is going to happen, that is not the case that's happening with with Microsoft's decision to sort of move away or sort of seed that. But I do not love the comments he's making with regards to that because of Microsoft's major push to align cross-platform play and getting into an advantageous position going into next gen and then being uh, or showing a little bit of hubris is probably not ideal. I do respect it because that is something I would probably do, but probably not suggestible at the moment until they have at least shown some gameplay of Halo Infinite. And once that's been approved by adoring masses, then you're then you're ready to roll on that shit talking. But I'll pause till then because NVIDIA GeForce is playing out of beta too. Marketing, games, it still comes down to the games, homie. It always comes down to the games. If you don't believe that, Nintendo hat sells as many consoles as it does, because it has the games it does. Sony sells the console it does, because it has the games it does. Your whole model is very much dependent on the delivery of games, and not the acquisition or, or, or or the advantageous position in technology. You're just better off working with the people as you are, flattening the gaming field, getting gaming to other people, and your lead will build in naturally if that's the case. As I said, as long as the games are there. So with Halo Infinite being sort of the only game in the canon that Microsoft really has to sort of show out with, I'm curious to see what happens. Anyway, that's all we got for you for Wednesday. Apologies for the late runs on these, but it's at some point. Lobby. Anyway, hope you're enjoying your week, hump day. Thank you as always for listening. Bean.